0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. I am Alex Cruzy. And today we are heading into space to cooperatively do some tasks. (laughs) (laughs) With the end goal of getting to Planet Nine, but based on my experience with this game, it will be a long time before we get there. Uh, In the game The Crew, the quest for Planet Nine, Uh, This is a game that came out last year, and uh, it was designed by Thomas Singh, artist Marco Armbruster. That's a great name. Good for you, Marco. (laughs) Published by Cosmos, this is a cooperative trick-taking game. Yes, the uh, one of the the rare takes on trick-taking game, I can't think of any other cooperative trick-taking game, but uh, this is another take on trick-taking that is very, very interesting. I wasn't sure what to think about this one. We've talked about trick-taking games in the past and how a lot of times um, when designers take a new spin on trick-taking, it can just mean, I added a ton of stuff to it, so it's, now it's more <laughs> confusing than it needs to be. So I wasn't sure, but this game got a lot of hype. I have a saga of my trying to get this game, which maybe we'll get into later, but that's not important. Let's actually talk about the game itself and how it plays and how it's different than normal trick-taking games. Alright. So... In this game, there are a bunch of tokens, but essentially there
1: are two decks of cards. Uh, one deck of card are going to be the cards you're going to play with, and the other deck of cards are going to be essentially defining your mission. Uh, the game has 50 different missions in it. Uh, you'll go through them one by one and hopefully complete each of them. The, the idea is that if you don't complete a mission, you just redo it and... They give a little logbook so that you can say, oh, it took me three attempts to get through this one or however many. So uh, essentially in the deck of cards that you're going to be playing with, uh, there are 4 technically five suits, but really there's four suits, each with nine uh, in it, counting one through nine. Uh, And then there's the other special suit, or the Trump suit uh, in this case, uh, which is numbered one through four. And just a quick recap of Trump. Games of trick-taking games, if you don't remember, uh, is when some each player has a bunch. Every player has a bunch of cards. When they play a card, uh, everyone must follow that suit if they have it in their hand. Uh, if they don't, they can play anything they want. And the person who wins the trick of all the cards that are played, the trick, uh, whoever played the highest card wins all of those cards in a pool. Uh, and if someone plays the trump suit, no matter what suit was played, they will always win that trick and if multiple people do again whoever played the highest of that trump suit will win 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 those cards or the trick uh and it's it's exactly the same in this game there are, are no special cases uh in this case there are just special ideas going on behind it so uh the deck is shuffled of playing cards all of them together they are dealt out equitably amongst the players so that's going to vary how many cards everybody gets but all of the cards will be dealt out uh, in the case of a three-player game uh, they indicate that one person will just have one extra card uh, so don't worry about it they just have an extra card uh, the person who has the four rocket card will be the commander uh, essentially it, it indicates who will be starting and making decisions as things go along. Uh, The other deck will be shuffled and a certain amount of cards will be dealt out depending on the mission. Uh, These cards are exactly the same as the playing card deck, other than it does not contain the trump cards. It just contains the one through nines of each of the four suits. Um, And say, for example, a mission might say, oh, deal out three of those cards. These are what you collectively are trying to work together to complete. Uh, So for example, uh, it may be something like a green six. Uh, The thing is, each person is going to get some of these cards. So the commander will decide, oh, I want to take this one. Then the person to the left will decide, oh, I will take this one. And the next person will decide, oh, I want to take... Well, actually, if there's only three, they will just be left with whatever is there. Uh, And the goal then is for each person to win that particular card in a trick so for example if i ended up getting and these cards are slightly smaller than the actual playing cards so you don't confuse the two uh is if i had the green six part of my mission uh, i need to win the green six in a trick i don't necessarily need to play it but i need to win it somehow which means Hopefully, either I have it and I know when to play it so I can win it, or I have something better than it, say like a green 9, and as soon as that green 6 gets played, I can play that green 9 so I can take that trick, or if that isn't possible, p- Hopefully some other way of doing it. Uh, There is no communication between players in this other than one thing. Uh, Some of the missions do say, oh, you can do a little communication in the beginning, but those are special cases. Uh, Everyone has little communication tokens. They look like little uh, helmets with uh, an antenna on top sending out signals. At any point in time, I believe before a trick is started so before the next trick is started someone may take one of the cards from their hand and play it face up and add this token to their card and they can add it in one of three ways they can either place it at the top of the card indicating that this is the largest card they have of that color uh, they can place it in the middle which indicates that it is the only card they have of this color and they can place it on the bottom of the card to indicate it is the lowest card they have of this color so this is the only communication people can have uh, between other people uh, essentially it is not gone from their hands you'll take one of the uh, there's some special cards that are just dummy cards that you put into your hand to indicate to you hey don't forget about this card that you place down uh, on the table And also other people can look at your hand and go, oh, yeah, they still have that card. So everyone else knows to, hey, look look at his little communication thingy. Uh, If you cannot do one of these possible three combinations of communications, either highest – only or lowest you are not allowed to use it as communication so you can't say oh uh, i just want you to know that i have this card you can't do that it has to be either your highest lowest or your only there is no other way to communicate uh, information uh, i believe you're only allowed to do it once so as soon as you do the communication you can't do another communication later on but other players have their own communications so they can do whatever they want with theirs uh you're gonna keep playing until either you Do all the correct missions uh, or you don't do all the correct missions. Some of the times it's just a few missions that you have to do, and it's just like, oh, I just need to do mine and they need to do theirs, and if everyone does their thing, you win. If anyone doesn't do their thing, you lose. There are occasionally some of these tokens will get added to your mission goals. So for example, there might be they might be numbered, so you have to do a particular mission first, a particular mission second, or a particular mission before another mission, or you need to do this mission absolutely last or things like that Uh, that's those are the main things occasionally some of the missions might be uh, a bit more nuanced such as uh, I believe I played one just recently where everyone communicates to the commander hey uh, are you feeling sick are you feeling good and essentially you're saying how good or bad your hand is if you think you have a a really weak hand you'll say I'm not feeling good Uh, and then the commander decides all right you, you are the person that cannot win any tricks. And so you have to go through the entire mission such that one player doesn't win any tricks or anti-shoot the moon, uh, I guess is what it would be in this case. Shooting the moon uh, actually makes way more sense since this is a space-themed game. But I don't think they <laughs> they, they mean anything by that in this particular sense. Uh, that's, for the most part, everything. There are few tweaks for a two-player and a five-player game the tweaks for the five-player game is with five players is a bit more difficult because the cards are more spread out and it's harder to know what happens when uh, they allow for certain missions they border them with like a gold uh, border on the number that uh, players are allowed to before the game even begins uh, after everything's been dealt up but before people start playing cards uh, uh, you're allowed to trade someone is allowed to pass on their mission to someone else uh, so they can give it away uh, and they kind of a communal decision of all right you can give yours away uh, just to make it a little bit easier because it is quite difficult with five not that I've played with five but they they made it very clear in the rule book Uh, and then for a two player game they do suggest probably you shouldn't play two or they're like it's best with three or four or five. Uh, but with a two-player game, which I have played a few times, uh, you have a dummy third player, uh, which whenever I say dummy third player, most people go, ugh, I don't like dummy players. I, it's not that bad. It's actually quite interesting. <laughs> uh, it, it, it just makes it a different game, but it's still a good game. Uh, you will take uh, – before before you shuffle the deck, you will remove that four rocket card so that it doesn't get – mixed in with the dummy player you'll shuffle it you will deal out seven face down cards and then seven face up cards on top of those uh to this dummy player you'll shuffle that four back into the deck and deal out uh cards to each player then whoever has the four is again the commander Uh, and then the commander essentially has control of this third dummy player they name it jarvis in this case i don't know if they were going for an iron man type of thing uh but that is what it's named they essentially go all right if there is a choice to be made the uh, commander will make the choice for them so for example if A green card is led and there are multiple green cards to choose from, the commander makes the decision of which green card to play. Uh, If there isn't, there may be times where there is no other choice than to play certain things, then he is forced to make that choice. Uh, Anytime a card is played, if there is a face-down card revealed below it, uh, it is flipped over and that is a new card to be dealt with. Uh, So in this particular case, it makes it a bit easier because each person has open information about this dummy player but also a bit more nuanced because you're like do i want to use this one or do i want to use that one do i want to reveal a new card or do i not want to reveal a new card because you have interesting choices there but uh overall that is how to play the game did i miss anything i feel like i didn't uh i think you got it um, oh, I did want to mention this. You did say earlier uh, you can't think of another cooperative uh, trick-taking game. There is uh, – we actually mentioned it when we were talking about uh, Fox in the Forest, which is a tri- two-player trick-taking game. Uh, they did come out, and I mentioned that I w- was interested in a game that we're coming out with is uh, f- uh, Fox in the Forest Duet, which is a two-player cooperative trick-taking game. I have not played it,
0: though, but it does exist. Oh, right. Uh, sorry, <laughs> good. I just got a message as soon as you stopped talking and I was just had to respond to it real quick Anyway, I'm back in the mix everybody Yes, that I think you hit it all um, I forgot about the uh, Fox in the Forest duet We even talked about that one last time we, when we reviewed Fox in the Forest I have not played that one, have you played that one yet? I have not, I have I've heard middling things about it
1: uh, But uh, I still want to try it out I, I want to I get a few plays of it in Just because I do like uh, Fox in the Forest
0: yeah, I really like that game, too. Um, uh, well, let's talk about this game. What's great about this game? So this was <laughs> really, really interesting. I wasn't sure what to expect about this game, and uh, it's gotten a lot of hype. Uh, I mentioned my saga trying to buy it that I, it came online, and I haven't been able to get my game store where I live in Denver. It's been an up-and-down, opening-closing saga here, like many places, and so I have to buy it online, and I saw it when we first talked about doing it, I saw it online, and it was, it was up, and I was like, oh, tons of copies, I'll get it later. And then when I go back to get it, it was all gone, everywhere. Everyone scooped this game up. And thankfully, they had a reprint, or they just expected this and had another distribution cycle for it, and I was able to pick it up. But um, you've probably heard of this game if you're uh, in the gaming community, at least reference. And I gotta say, this was really, really fun. It was very, very interesting to play. I was able to play with a four-player complement. We did several missions, and I realized how bad I am at this. <laughs> <It's> re- <laughs> it is really hard to change your thinking from we're doing this together to I need to get these tracks. <laughs> Even if you know that, like the way you strategize is so different in this. It's fasting. but it's really, really fun. It's really fun to solve that puzzle together. But the caveat uh here of course like alex mentioned is you cannot talk to each other so you have to use some sort of communicate uh, the communication that's in the game itself that is silent based on one card potentially however there are missions and scenarios in here where you cannot communicate at all creating chaos and hilarity so uh what was your what was your experience playing this game how did you play it and how uh, the player counts in Honestly, the, I, when I played this game, uh, I have a, a calendar that has little
1: challenges, uh, and when I got the game, I actually got like three games at the time, and, and uh, I forgot that the challenge of that week was to play a game that you don't know how to play. And I took that meaning play a game that you literally know nothing about as you are playing it because it said you can't It, it, it implied that you couldn't read the rules. And also you should not know how to play the game. So I accidentally read the rules to two other games that I just purchased that week. And this was the one game I had left that I did not read the rules to. And I'm like, oh, God, if I'm going to meet this challenge, I need I need Liz. Liz, you need to read the rules and then we're going to play it. But you cannot tell me how to play it. So my first playthrough, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just making blind guesses as to what the the goal of it was. She set up the game, she, she read the rules, she did everything out, and I just had to intuit what the goal of the game was uh, on the first mission, uh, which we did win. Uh, I just took really good guesses. I think I read <laughs> her face a few times because she's like, I don't know how this is going to work. And I was like slowly putting a card down, and I played And she's like, like I could tell like if I did a good thing or a bad thing. She'd be like, Oh, good. Yeah, all right, okay. And then as things progressed, I kind of picked up because I've played trick taking game, trick taking games before, so it was it was kind of easy to pick up what was going on. I didn't quite understand what the other deck of cards were or if I needed to do things. But the first mission is pretty easy uh, in this game, so it wasn't it wasn't anything that difficult. I think the first mission in the game is just. Just have that person win one mission. That there's not just one card that's flipped over. That one person has to win, and so it was. It was pretty simple uh, to win that one. And after afterwards, we were able to talk and communicate. All right, yes, that is what you do here. This is what you do with that. And she explained everything to me. It was a two player game. It was really interesting. I uh, the we played through. I think the first six missions as a two player game. It was really. I liked it. It was an interesting puzzle. Um, and it was, it's definitely that depending on who's the commander, it just makes interesting decisions because you're just like, all right, I know I need to win this, but I don't know what they have. And I'm not even sure if Jarvis has these particular cards. Maybe Jarvis has the cards. And so you're, like, digging through things, being like, I hope I find this, or I hope I don't find this card, because that would totally mess up my plans. And occasionally that happens where it's like, all right, all the greens are gone. That's exactly what I wanted. Now I can play this, and I don't. And then you reveal the next card, and it's like, oh, now another green showed up that threw everything off. Now I don't know (laughs) what to do. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's... it's really interesting. And then uh, I was able to play a few three-player games. I think we got through actually nine missions on that one. And it is, ooh, boy, is that a puzzle. It's really interesting. Uh, I And I am I am a total sucker for games where you aren't allowed to communicate. Uh, I, I, there's something about it that just I really enjoy. I think it might have something to do with that when I can communicate, I'm usually griping about something or other and people get annoyed at me. So if I can't talk, then they don't get annoyed at me. And so maybe I'm enjoying myself more in that respect. But uh, there's something about not talking that's kind of cool, uh, similar to uh, Mysterium or Magic Maze that I really like those games. And Ha- trying to figure out, wait, do I want to communicate this with my token or not? Uh, there are definitely times where I'm sitting there going, oh, I mean, you should totally do this. But then I totally forget, oh, wait, but if they do that, what if they have the thing that I don't have? Or sometimes they play a card, and I'm like, why did you play that? And after the games, and we talk about it and go, yeah, that do- that makes perfect sense why you did that or why you hesitated on playing this card. I didn't really think of that aspect. So it's there's a lot of... Discussion afterwards that makes it really interesting and I really like that. What what about you? However, did you enjoy your
0: plays? I really did it was so like I said, it was so hard. I was the weak link in all of our plays by far <laughs> but uh, uh, It was just it was so interesting to jump into that idea uh, you know we played the first game and it was the first game was just like get one um get one trick and there's one task that has to be fulfilled and we're like easy boom let's knock it up a notch so we jumped to like mission five or six or something like that the basically the next page and that one was the one where um you have to do them in order and you cannot communicate with each other and that was so hard and we played that one I think two or three times. <clears throat> And, you know, the first time I just wasn't thinking straight, like the first time I had uh, one of the tricks that had to be taken, one of the tasks that had to be done was getting the yellow one in the trick. And I had the yellow one and I was the commander. So I, I got to choose which one I took and I took that one and I knew right away after I took it, I'm like, wait, I probably should have done that because it's easier <laughs> to get it when it's out on the table for someone else to like snag it with like a um, Trump or something like something like that. But now if you have it, you, there's really not a scenario where you can get it back. If you have to play that card, it's a weak card, nothing, everything beats it. And unless no one else has, uh, yellow and you play it that yellow in then it's gonna be impossible and I and I kind of forgot oh wait I can't even communicate that i have <laughs> this one in this model or this uh, mission so there's just just little things for each mission that you've got to keep in mind oh, and geez. um do differently and think differently and i it takes me so long to really like get into the swing of this, but it was really really fun, and um, I definitely didn't cause the loss on every game, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was one where it was just, it, yeah, it was just silly. Like it, it, it we got certain, it, it, we got through certain tasks, and there's a fun sense of this where you're kind of like chewing your fingernails a little bit as you're getting progress, especially with the ones that progress. There are tasks that you have to do in order. Uh, You get through the first task and you're like, all right, good. Okay, we're doing good. We got this, guys. We got this, guys. And then the next task, maybe you got that. And then suddenly everyone's realizing as the third task approaches that they didn't set themselves up very well for the third task. And maybe everyone's communicated already or you can't communicate. And so now it's just like this nail-biting like, oh, my God, this has to play out right. No one screw this up. Okay, this is the card that needs to be taken. (laughs) Someone's got this card, but they don't know necessarily what everyone else has. So if I ha- if it's the five of blue, if I play the five of blue, does everyone right. else only have higher blues that are gonna take it away? Even if they don't want to, they have to play them. Uh, should I hold on to the five of blue till later when uh, I can play it on something else? But then I don't know, if I'm playing it till later, maybe everyone's holding on to their trump cards and at the end of the game, there's just gonna be trumps, 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 and then five of blue. It's it's really nerve wracking, <laughs> but in a really exciting way. Yeah. So this was great, this was surprisingly good. Yeah, uh, the, the
1: one thing I want to mention is that I, our plays, I think we, I think of all the games I've played of this, and I've played it a couple of times, I think we've only lost once. So there is, maybe there is a difficulty ramp, because I've played with 2 and 3, I haven't played with 4 or 5, so I, there is definitely a difficulty ramp, but I think it's an interesting difficulty ramp. Uh, with that because yeah. we've only lost once and it was a two-player game that we lost uh it was just things just weren't working out with that dummy third player Rah!
0: everything just <laughs> came out
1: everything just came out in the wrong order uh so but uh yeah i am yeah,
0: like glad to hear two-player worked um well enough but i i definitely feel like this is a f- more than two-player it shines at a higher player counts for sure yeah, it's it does. more of a uh, you know like any trick taking game they're designed for higher player counts and this one is not an exception to that where it feels like there's more of a <laughs> more excitement more ambiguity in this structure at higher player counts but um yeah really fun definitely definitely a really cool structure on trick taking definitely uh, has if you like trick taking games the nice thing about this is that you'll get a lot out of this but it is an interesting layer to throw on top of it that you have to work together to accomplish these things in order or in certain sequence um, that uh, or um, in like or like the one that you have to do that you're responsible for in a small aspect of that that was really cool one thing I liked about this game is that the fact that someone is the commander and they have to take first choice of tasks if there are more than one And it goes around the table. And so someone might not have a task or someone might have two. And so the responsibility of what needs to happen uh, shifts quite, quite a lot. And all you really know is that you know what you have to do. And everyone else knows what you have to do too. But you know kind of a path towards your goal. That's probably the reason why you took that. So that's kind of your primary thing. But then having to also figure out ways to help everyone else do their thing is just such a weird, it just feels so weird in a trick-taking game. Cause it just, like I said, it's really hard to get over the fact that, well, I just need to get these tricks. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> like, you're like, no, 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 wait, There's wait, wait. no trick. it's cards. just a simple <laughs> trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a simple trick. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just a really fun concept flipped on its head in a cool way that, um, yeah, really, really surprisingly impressive. This game was uh, definitely one to recommend.
1: Yeah, the, the, the interesting decision of – there are definitely times where you're sitting there and looking at, oh, I could do both of these. I wish I could take both of these cards because I can do both of these tricks. But then you have to go, well, wait. If I can do both of these tricks, then the person next to me who doesn't have a choice of what they're going to pick uh, because they'll, they're left with whatever, what one can I give them so they're not freaking out the entire time going, wait, how do I win this trick? I don't even have this card. I don't – like I, you have to make tough decisions of like, well, if I know I have both of these cards, I can definitely win that one. But what one can I definitely lose is just – it makes really weird decisions that you're going, all right, of these two cards that I have, which one should I take and which one should I leave uh, for another player? And it's it's really cool because there's so many levels to this game that you have to make decisions on of, all right, before we get in there, do I want to do this? Or even the what card do you communicate? There have been times where I'm sitting going, wait, should I communicate that this is my only green or should I communicate that this is my highest blue? Which one's more of a priority right now? I don't – I don't know. Can I only can do one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it is. Yeah. There's, there's so many cool decisions in here that are just sort of like, Oh, I hope this works out. Boop. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it's such a fun press your luck feeling in a game that you wouldn't expect it to be exact, exactly like that. Um, and <laughs> yeah, there's just so many fun feelings of being like, well, all right, now it's up to you guys to figure this out. Here's my card. This is the best I can do. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, this is really fun. And I got to say, uh, beyond the structure of the game itself, it, I really have to laud the designer. Uh, let me scroll back. Here, there we go, Thomas Singh, for doing the story-driven approach here, because it could have just been a really fun series of challenges, but I think having just a little bit of story, actually, not even a little bit, a lot, a full, big, chunky paragraph before each mission, and there's 50 of them, um, explaining your journey through space really does give some, not necessary, I would say, for the game, but some welcome context to this game. When we're when we're playing it, I did like to think of, all right, well, that's why we can't communicate here. We're uh, blah, 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 we're in, sp- I don't know, our radios have been knocked out, and so now we've got to do this. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, you're not going to be doing trick-taking in space. But, but <laughs> having some story context here really actually added more than I thought it would for an abstract game like this. So uh, I don't know. Did you guys read any of the story text? Did you pay attention to it at all? What, what are your thoughts on Oh, that? no. Yeah, we totally read the story text. I think For me, it makes it feel like...
1: There's a reason why we're going in order. I mean, other than, you know, ramping up in difficulty. But, you know, there, there's a slight storyline. Like, even when you said, oh, we jumped all the way to Mission 5, I'm like, why'd you do that? You missed all the missions in between, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't know even why we're here anymore. I think, though, I think even Mission Five is like the first time. I don't even know if you're in space yet, because the first missions by the story, the first like several missions by the story, you're just practicing on the ground. And I don't, I don't even yeah. think Mission Five is you're even in space. You're still trying to get, yeah, cohesive as a team, and you're, we're like oh, continuously messing up. Um, Uh, Okay, well, let's get into uh, taking this guy out, because this is a game for groups and a game that is uh, pretty functional, like most trick-taking games, for the taking-out layout. So, um, uh, what you're going to have on table space is, like any other trick-taking game, Alex covered a lot of this already, but basically... You're going to have the uh, deck of cards itself. The large deck of cards is going to be dealt out to the entire table. However many players there are is going to determine uh, your hand size. It's going to fluctuate differently. And uh, you're going to have that in your hand. So in front of you, you're going to have your communication token. You're going to have the commander token somewhere. Someone's going to be the commander. And you're going to have maybe somewhere also the distress signal token if you are playing with that. We never even... Considered that I didn't even mention it. Plays. I didn't want to go. Yeah, it. I, I don't. If you like this game, you're never gonna play with that. Like you have to be really yeah, bad so at this game to play with that. <laughs> and it's not that helpful, to be honest. I feel like I feel like you could probably house rule a different little cheat to get make it easier if you're really 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 struggling but um anyway it's just a little cardboard token that you can use if you want to but is definitely not necessary for the game um there also is a stack of placeholder cards i also feel like we'll never use that as well i can remember that i'm using an information card in front of me they look cool but once again that the tucked in the box i use them for my place. i use them because i know okay. they're I, only because
1: i sometimes get way too in my head of like okay this and this and this and this sure. and then i just completely forget it sitting over off to the side so i find yeah it fair help.
0: enough yeah no fair enough and they're, they're, that is the reason why they included them <laughs> so <laughs> they are there if you feel like that's something that you use uh and and they are cool cards i really like the design it's very like a i don't know an asteroid impacted moon or something um And so, anyway, you're going to have that in your hand and uh, those few – that cardboard communication token in front of you. Um, And the middle of the table, you're going to have the tasks that are needing to be done, at least at the outset of the game. Those will move in front of players uh, as they choose one. So, when the round starts, like Alec mentioned, there – or Alex – I just called you Alec. (laughs) Alec! Yeah. (laughs) That Alex mentioned. Close enough. Um, All right. Close enough. Um, (laughs) Those tasks are gonna be uh, distributed based on what scenario you're doing. And once again, you can create your own scenarios. So whatever you're doing, there's gonna be a series of tasks out there. And then you're gonna go around the table starting with the commander choosing a task to do and placing that in front of you. So that'll be a mini card in front of you as well. During the course of the game, so the middle of the table is just going to be occupied throughout the play, as most trick-taking games are, with cards being thrown down. So each round, it's going to go around the table. Tricks are going to be thrown, or cards are going to be thrown in the middle to the trick, and then someone's going to grab it. So the additional thing you'll have is uh, you'll have a growing pile of taken tricks on in front of you and in front of other players. So once again, just a little stack of cards on the side. So as with any card-based game, uh, this game is really easy to manipulate around any sort of table layout. Or structure. Um, the only real information that needs to be communally aware of is obviously what tasks are still going after the communication card in front of you, and then the tricks in the middle as they're being played. It's important, obviously, for everyone to see that. But that's really easy, I think, to um, keep visible in any any real sort of setup. So, for taking it out in any situation, this receives really really high high marks um, as as expected for a trick taking game. Uh, okay, so vibe. Once again, like we talked about, table vibe is really great here. You can't directly talk about your cards, but you can talk. You can communicate oh, yeah. and uh, have back and forths or voice your not nervousness that you're screwing this up for everybody and apologize. <laughs> yeah, <you'll laughs> there were definitely hear.
1: a number of apologies happening in the few games you <laughs> yeah, played. Yeah. It's just like, There's more. all right, I'm playing this, guys.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry if this screws you up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was on this game. It's just a series of astronauts apologizing to each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's the theme of this game. Um, yeah, there's a lot of apologies bandied about. I was apologizing several times for my my actions in the game. and uh, But that's part of the fun of this game. So table talk and vibe, really, really great for a takeout game. It's just so ridiculous. You get in some of these just stupid situations that in many cases, at least in my instance, were self-inflicted. And you realize, oh, crap, I should not have done that. Okay, is there a way out of this? I don't know. All right, well, I'm going to put this card out and see if they can fig- they can figure it out.
1: Guys, I've <laughs> punctured my suit again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, guys. First of all, I'm sorry. Second of all, I'm drifting into space. <laughs> I'm going to need someone to get me again. <laughs> so, yeah, just a lot of sort of silliness. Um, this is definitely a game, I would say, to be take a little bit more lighthearted. You can take this more seriously. I have uh, friends that don't really like co-op games, and they tend to get a little teeth grindy as the <laughs> as the uh, the uh, the tower of cards crumbles before them as everyone screws it up for them. Uh but they're always good sports, but I think if you're someone who really gets frustrated about people make do it doing it wrong, then, you know, st- approach this game more laid back. But um there is a lot of fun to be had here in and I think it is great for taking the takeout vibe, especially if you have a, a group. Um Uh, Okay, let's see. Would your mom like it? I, gosh. Oh, this is, I was going to say no, but I think, I think your mom would really get a kick out of this game. I don't know if she would like some of the more complex missions, but I think she would find it interesting if nothing else, but I could see her liking it. I don't think she'd be like rushing to play it. I don't know. That's my vague take on it. What do you, (laughs) what do you think?
1: Uh, if you would have asked me two years ago, I would have said maybe. Uh, but I know better. My mom does not like trick-taking games. She won't even okay. give a chance to. She won't even. I've, I've brought up a number of trick-taking games. She's like, no, I don't. No, no, not for me. Now, my dad would love to play this. My brother would play it. I don't know if he'd love it, but he would definitely play it. But again, no one cares about the rest of my family. Just my mom,
0: uh, and she would not. She would not want to play this. But who would want to play this? Uh, who would want to play this? Well, I think anyone, of course, who loves trick-taking games. And yeah. well, here's the caveat to that because I think I think that's valid, but I also think that um, some people really excel and are proud of their prowess at trick-taking games because it is right. a skill and there is there is a strategy to it for sure. And some people are better at it than others. So, kind of like we mentioned before, you might get annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> at the ineffectiveness of your teammates <laughs> as they puncture their suits or drift off into space or, or sneeze into their helmet or something like that and ruin it for you, um, so I would say if you like trick-taking games, I should I think you definitely should check this out. But once again, double down on the go into this with more of a laid-back attitude. This is this is a co-op game. It is about doing this cohesively as a team and the skill here is if you are a trick-taking god is to try to uh, anticipate or rebound from mistakes that are made you are doing this as a team so this is a way to test your skills by offsetting mess ups or setting up successes um, based on your skills as a trick-taking genius. So, a little caveat there. But I think you'd still like this game. I think you'd get be interested in the structure, if nothing else. Because it really, it really is a very, very fresh feel for a trick-taking game. Um, the the, the see, thing I want to mention is uh-huh. that uh, be, it is a co-op game. But the thing about this co-op
1: game is it's a co-op game where you really can't have an alpha gamer. And I know for a lot no. of co-op games, I have tons of friends who just don't like co-op games and I asked them well why don't you like it and they're like well there's always someone who's like no you should do it this or why aren't you doing it that way and they yeah. just, they they can't stand that person. And I'm just like, this this is the game that they should play if they want to kind of really get into co-op games because you don't know what the other person has. You can't make a decision. You might have, and there were definitely times where I was sitting there going, oh, you should totally do this. But again, I was completely wrong because I didn't think out, oh yeah, there's that other thing. I'm, I forgot to take in consideration that she doesn't know what the other person has that I don't also know what they have like I'm sitting there going well you should obviously play that or why did you play that that could have been disastrous but I'm like okay but they could have had this in their hand I didn't think of that there's a lot of there's a lot of unknowns and so you can't there's no well you should do this and because you're not allowed to communicate those types of things like well I you know I'm feeling good about this uh, it's it makes it an interesting thing. And also, I think another good thing to say about it is there are a lot of games that have the limited communication, like Hanabi or other games of that ilk. Um, uh, uh, something that usually is taken against it is people tend to say, well, you're kind of cheating if you do this type of thing or, you know, doing these little winks or nods of type of thing gives thing this. It, it's very clear. I don't think there's any point in time where I've played a game and gone, you know, I think we kind of skirted the issue here. No, it's very clear what you can and can't communicate, and it's right. very limited, and it's really, it's, there's not a point where I'm going, you know, I think we may have, you know, cheesed that a little bit. Uh, there's there's no, there's nothing like that. It's very clear and concise, and I like that, that they they figured out a way to make that small bit of communication that's very necessary for most parts of the game, uh, and make it very, you know, just precise, and that's really nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point about the diminishing or completely removing the ability to quarterback. You just you don't have all the information, so you can't. In fact, you'd probably it'd be a detriment if you tried to do that. You'd, you'd actually right. probably be hurting yourself if you tried to play for someone. So it really is, and that kind of goes too about being like you know, relax about approaching this as you get your group together, because this, this isn't, you don't have to play it this way, but it definitely feels like there is a fun um, benefit of playing with the same group over again and again, not, not through the whole missions all the time, but revisiting this with the same group. So you kind of get to know each other a little bit through this structure. And so, you know, as people learn those, how to respond to everyone else or what everyone else's inclinations are, um, you know, you want, of course, want a positive environment to not feel like you're one player is going, you screwed it up for everybody, or, you know, <laughs> which uh, the alpha gamer could definitely do. Um, so, yeah, really, really great in that uh, form where there really diminishes that possibility. So, just surprises all around. I got to say, the crew, the crew is such so, an so unexpected... Uh, game for me I, I you know I kind of have a sense of what it is before you go into it oh a co-op tricking game okay i can see i kind of see how that goes but then like you said once you get into it that really does remove some negatives some games that are cooperative and i love co-op games even ones that are inclined to have quarterbacking <laughs> you could try to offset that in a lot of different ways but this one you literally cannot do it or should not do it um uh, anyway so okay who else? Uh, I think we kind of covered it. I feel like this is pretty broad for anyone who likes games. This is really interesting structure. This is a fairly inexpensive game, too. You can pick it up pretty cheaply. I, I haven't checked this week, but I'm assuming they're doing continual prints of this for how popular it was. Um, yeah. But It uh, plays I, quick. It's like, and you tend to play two or three missions, but like one yeah. game,
1: depending on the difficulty of the mission, like 15 minutes at max, yeah. I
0: think. Yeah, for sure. It's it's very addictive. It is extremely addictive. Yeah. Um, wait, because I brought this out to my um, uh, some game friends that we were playing together and I was like, hey, you know, we we're in between games. I'm like, hey, I brought this. I told them about it. Of course, so they <laughs> wasn't just shoving it in their faces. But I've done that before, so I have no uh, <laughs> no uh, <laughs> shame about doing that. <laughs> but um, I was like, hey, let's try this. And they're like, OK, cool. And, and so we did it. And then they're like. And then I didn't even say it. They're like, "Okay, we, let's try again. Let's try another mission." Because we tried it with a simple one; it was too easy. And then we tried the next one, and then we tried the next one, and then, and then we started one—the one that I kept screwing up for everybody. And then we were, <laughs> we played it a few times, and, and it was fun. And, and then we decided to do another game. But I think we definitely could have spent, uh, gone down a rabbit hole of playing this game in different iterations. So um yeah the crew for sure highly recommended it's 15 bucks on amazon i'm sure it's uh around the same price at your local game store maybe a little bit more but you know support your local game store and um definitely definitely check this one out um let's see i'm trying to think if i missed anything i think we got it i think we covered everything before i think we got it all we did i i uh let's see oh shoot i have a catchphrase but i forgot to bring it up so let me do that now and through the magic of editing, Stalling it will seem like I had it the time. time. Oh shoot, where did I? Where are that? Where is that? Check your shoes. Uh, oh, here we go. Okay. Um, <laughs> you just found a grocery list, didn't you? You just no, <laughs> yes. no. That's it. A- Milk <laughs> and eggs. That is my slogan <laughs> for the day. <laughs> These are, so these are some ones that my wife, I asked my wife to send me some, she sent me these. <laughs> these are just, some of these are really ridiculous. Um. Okay. All right. This is a good one. This is a a adventure. I'll go with this one. This is a, uh, this is a, this is a positive one. I think we all need a little positivity. Uh, we just in Denver got word that schools are going to be shut down in the spring or in the fall. <laughs> and so as the parents of a six year old, that was a little depressing. So hopefully this will brighten everyone's day. Um... Uh, if you need to suddenly be a, a teacher for your kid this fall. So, uh, all right. This is games make rainy days feel sunny. Ooh. I like that one. That's a cute little one. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a little uplifter for sure. So, games make rainy days feel sunny. Um, I love rainy days anyway, but definitely some of the best times of playing games are when you you can't go outside and you're like, aha. This day is dreary. Let's play some Clank. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Whatever your game is. All right. All
1: right. How, How do they everybody? get a hold of
0: us? How do they get a hold of us? Uh, a couple different ways. Of course, you can go on Instagram and Twitter at Uh, We can find us at chits and chat chits n chat, the letter N you can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com and scroll down to the chits and chat page, fill out our comment form, we'd love to hear from you, Uh, let us know what you're playing and uh, what you think of any game that we've talked about or suggestions for future games we could review for this series and uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening we hope you're doing well and we will catch you all on the next episode over uh oh, (laughs) I'm drifting again (laughs)
1: Why do I keep Damn letting it. go of Damn it, it later? Johnson! <laughs> <laughs> oh, rescue me! Let him go.